I can't concentrate. Jardo's bald head reflects the lights. I can't concentrate, I can't see. Jardo's shiny bald head. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know what reflects is in Japanese. Yeah, you hargate bastard. How old is Jardo? How old? He's too old. I don't want to hurt an OAP. And it's you, Tangaloa. Huh? Am I supposed to be intimidated? Huh? Maybe I should be. Oh, you're what, three times my size? Uh, specimen. But I'm not intimidated. Huh? We don't have a tag match in Fukuoka, do we? It's a singles match. And I'm a technical bloody wizard. So yeah, you should be intimidated by me, dickhead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast. The podcast open to everyone, except for the richest wrestling company in the world. That's making so much money, it's coming out of its ass, its paws, its nose. Uh, but you're fired, and you're fired, and you're fired, and you're fired. But aren't you making record profits? Shut the fuck up, you're fired. And uh, <laughs> so they're excluded this week. <laughs> My name's Luke, and uh, I'm your host, as always. And with me, as usual, is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Luke. Hello to the listeners. And hello to Samoa Joe in the G1? Question yeah, mark? yeah. Mm. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I, I hope so. Um, the other person that I am more, in, I'm even more interested in seeing where what they do is Andrade and or La Sombra. Uh, I'm interested to see if he's either in the super, best of the super juniors or if he's in the G1. He could be in either one. Crazy. Yep. I would I would love that as well. Yeah, and Mr. Samoa Joe in uh, in the G1. Oh. That would be incredible. But, uh, yeah, so just in case people haven't realized it yet, we're a sweary podcast, so be aware of that, even though I've already said a few F-bombs already. And uh, look, uh, tonight, today we're covering three nights of Road to Dontaku, which uh, are definitely shows that we watched. And then after that, we'll do uh, <laughs> our usual previews and stuff. Luke, do you know what Dontaku is? <clears throat> I do not. It basically means festival, and it's a particular festival that happens in Fukuoka. Fukuoka, fuck you, Oko, that place. And uh, yeah, yeah, Fukuoka, that one. And um, it's uh, so basically, I've noticed now, now that I'm paying more attention to these names, I've noticed that a lot of these names of these shows have to do with where they're at in these local festivals, like the Sakura Genesis thing. And now the wrestling Dontaku. And this is cool. Cause I'm learning a lot about Japanese culture, which I like. Yep. And I usually learn about it too. When we do the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> trying. trying you know, so. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Now, uh, how do you want to start this today? Do you want to start with uh, Mr. Kojima or do you want to get right into night one or? Well, we did we did something this week that we can't tell you about, but we want to tell you about. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we have a I don't know what you call a mystery going on with the show, and maybe you've seen this video on the on Twitter of all these weird pictures all grouped together. It says coming soon. What is this, Luke? I mean, what can we talk about it? What is it? Well, we have. What does date today? It's the 17th. Okay, so that's not too far away. Well, we in a few days' time, we will have a special extra episode coming out. There, There is some wrestling talk involved, but we do talk about 
all sorts of stuff. It was just a occasion for you and I to get together and have a bit of a chin wag and and do something. I'm I don't want to if I reveal like what day it's coming out, people will probably know what we're talk, talking about and put it all together. I don't, that's all I'll say. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so a couple of days after this episode drops, wink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> winky wink. <laughs> and uh, if you guys like this thing after it drops, let us know if you like it and if you want more of it. If we don't hear from anybody, we'll never do it again. But if we hear from you, we might. Yes, that's very true. So uh, <laughs> do let us know if you just like us uh, goofing off for a little while. Mind you, that's probably what we do. You know, goofing off. That's all, oh. they do that every episode. Like, what's I'm going gonna on? goof off today for sure. I'm fucking <laughs> fuck off. You know, because it we're putting in low effort because New Japan's putting in low effort. So here we go. You know, <laughs> that's right. It's but very ass showy, but uh, yeah. Luke, you know who's never putting in low effort, especially with his Twitter account, and that is Satoshi Kojima. The guy loves bread, and he loves Twitter. And, you know, man, he had so many great tweets this week. It was really hard to choose. A lot of them were very Kojima, you know, and if you've heard our Kojima tweets of the week, then you you know what I mean. Um, So I have one, though, where he got a little philosophical. You know, he likes to think about life and kind of discuss it um, in broken English on Twitter, which is the best. And that's what we got today. So this is the uh, Kojima tweet of the week. And it reads, quote, today is almost over. I was able to train, but I was frustrated and sometimes it didn't work. So I regret various things. There are many things when you are alive, but you can feel that you are alive because there are many things. I hope the weather will be fine tomorrow. So from now on, baguette, eat with iced coffee, heart emoji. Well, he's, he really ate a baguette? <laughs> There's a little baguette emoji next oh, to the right. word <laughs> It's just, I love that he says he says you're alive because or there's a bunch of things so you're alive and you're alive because there's a bunch of things you know and something to think about there getting that philosophical warrior type thing going on he, he thinks because he is and he is because he thinks that's uh, true wow. yeah you know he makes me think he always makes me think and then therefore I am so I'm continuing to be because of Kojima. That's right. Cogito ergo sum. Uh, I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough nerdy Descartes chat. Let's – and Mr. Bread chat, of course, who obviously loves Rene Descartes. Uh, and you're like you, – you better not be going, who the fuck's Rene Descartes? He's the guy who said, I think, therefore, I am. Right. But, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's let's let let us begin we're at road to dontaku night one we're at the yokohama budokan not to be mistaken with the nippon budokan. <laughs> that's so funny to me for some reason <laughs> so it's uh it's the other budokan and we start with a match i didn't really do too much notes on i did go back and watch this because i got the times wrong mr andy so I, I did go back and watch this nine minutes and seven seconds that I missed. And uh, it was Yu Uramura and Gabriel Kidd. We've seen it a billion times. And double overhook suplex, Yu Uramura wins. 
<laughs> Sounds so excited, Luke. I don't mean to disrespect the young lions. I really don't. Like, I, I, I love them. They work hard. They go hard. But you know, ever since that G1, where it's just like, you know, you see the th- three young lions just wrestle each other every single night. Um, I feel like with, yeah. Anyway, if you don't have anything to add, <laughs> let's go to the next match, which is uh, uh, Yuya Uramura, Sho and Yo versus El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and. and it's oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Oh, uh, you, I mean, that'd be cool if Yuya Uramura got to wrestle twice, but he did not. He did not. He did not. <laughs> right. So Yoda Suji, Yo versus El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Minari Suzuki. I have missed Suzuki. And I don't yes. say it, I'm still kind of impressed by Yo's return. I, like, I remember him being good, but uh, has he gotten a little better or is he a bit more confident? Or I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm still impressed with Yo's return. And of course, like, you know, if, if you've got, I was going to say, uh, some stuff about Yuya and Suzuki, but they did not wrestle tonight. It's uh, Yoda and Suzuki, they, they beat each other up, which is always cool. And uh, Suzuki makes him uh, tap to the brab. And there's a bit of a beat down on show afterwards. And <clears throat> look, there's just one thing I'll say. And I, I, got, I got the same complaint with the, the junior tag division as I do with the heavyweights. Uh, you need more of them. Look, I don't mind seeing Sho and Yo versus Despi and Katamara again, but do we really need to see Sho and Yo versus Despi and Katamara again? Uh, we need it. Where the fuck that. is ELP? That's what I want to know. He needs to come back pronto. We need Robbie Eagles back. We need ELP. We need a lot of guys yeah. that are in that junior division, and we'll, we'll get them. We'll get them. You know, we're we're they're still in this. You know, limbo, and we're almost out of the limbo, Luke. Almost. It's so close, you know? They also teased that, like, Show might be next for a title shot. And look, as much as I'd like Show versus El Desperado, I'm like, well, Show's already got a title. Is there anyone that doesn't... Is there a junior out there with no titles that you could kind of have a fucking junior title match with? Oh, hey, man, how you doing? I was was listening (laughs) on... And I heard my name come up. I thought I heard my name. You said that uh, I'm Master Wado from, you know, from Japan. You guys all know me. I listen in on the Skype call sometimes. And, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Guy, he let me jump in sometimes, say words. And and I heard you talking about a junior that don't got no title. And, and I do have the title of Master, but I don't have the title of Champion. So uh, what do you think, Luke? Uh, could maybe uh, I get that, that top shot? Wouldn't be a bad first challenge. Oh, not bad. Okay, well, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm uh, underselling I'm, it. I think it'd be a good yeah. challenge. Like, and if I'm speaking to Mr. Andy and not, not you, I would say, like, I'm not sure I want El Desperado to lose the title yet, but, um, you know, it's easy, only it, well, it would be Wado's first challenge for the for a junior title. So uh, I think it'd be pretty cool. Me, I'm Master Water. That's right. Oh, yeah. And so, yes, I would be challenging for the title for the first time, and I'm going to win because I'm the master on the way and all that stuff, you know? And uh, <laughs> we know Suzuki, Goon, they don't like blue. So I have a feeling that I could, like, 
use that to my advantage to make uh, El Desperado like irrationally angry and maybe he'll make a mistake. But uh, hey, thanks for having me on, guys. I I'm going to go back to my row machine. I got to dye my hair and put my little hand thingy on and, and, you know, look at my never open stickers and all that stuff. So see you later. All right. Cool, dude. <laughs> hey, but yeah, that would yeah be I'm, a, back. I'm back. Would be a good choice, though, for a match. I, I, I'd dig it. But yes, I don't we, I don't think it's a good choice at all. I don't know what I mean, like he's he doesn't deserve a title shot. But I mean, I, um, I hope he doesn't listen to that. Maybe he's busy with his rowing machine right now. But I would, look, I wouldn't say he doesn't deserve a title shot. He just doesn't deserve to win the title. There you go. Not yet. I mean, I like him. He's good. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Anyway, I'm moving on to the next match, which is which is uh, a match that I enjoy because there are aspects of it that are quite fun every time. Well, it's all fun every time, except we need more heavyweight tag teams, dude. We really, really do. And uh, we've got Yoshihashi, Ishii, Goto, Toriano the King, and the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Gato. Shredder, Pimpy, Kenta, and Evil. <clears throat> and I am completely wrong because the next yeah, match you is... You're skipping. Is, Are you okay, is, Luke? Shut up. Because the next match is Doki and the Dangerous Techers, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatonga, Tongalo, and Jado. And uh, I know... And, and I wrote my notes. I know we've seen this match before, but never take your eyes off Jado. He, he, he'll stand on the apron... And he'll just do all these weird poses and like moves and shit. And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's waving. Hey, when you don't care, there's something that you're supposed to do. Music tells you to do it in, in, all the time, you know, to wave your hands like you just don't care. Yeah, and I think air. that's, yeah, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. And I think that's what Jado is doing. <laughs> just, I don't know for sure, but, uh, that, that's my theory, and I'm going to stick to it. But I do believe we do get a Doki Choki in this one. Yes, we get a, not only do we get Doki Choki, but we have um, a triple uh, submission, including. So all three guys are getting submitted, and a Doki Choki just happens to be one of those. So, I mean, unbelievable. That shit is amazing. I love it. So I think this is the one that was all that was a little messy this match as well. Um, but my notes okay. say my notes say this has lots of timing and proximity issues. Yeah, but, uh, and it surprised me too because like these guys have been wrestling each other for months. But that's all right. It, not everyone can be you know ring generals every night, I guess. But uh, yeah, all the all the Bill Club guys are in submissions, and of course Jado taps to Tai Chi. And that's fine. Um, yeah, should we? <laughs> we're steamrolling right now. Yeah, well, you know, something interesting, too, is when you guys, you know, at the beginning of the show, we heard some audio from the backstage comments of uh, Zack Sabre Jr. talking about how he's not intimidated by, uh, you know, a certain um, member of G.O.D. And uh, he calls him a dickhead. And I like that. It makes me laugh. He calls everyone a dickhead, I think, too, as well. So, uh, yeah, except for members of his own group, I guess. But uh, <laughs> next we've got Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, King of Pro Wrestling Toriyano, and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, versus Gato, Shredder, Pimpy, Kenta, and Evil. And this one's... Uh, I know they're, they're gimmicks, but these make it just a little bit more fun for me 
the uh, elimination matches that they do sometimes. And in case anyone listening doesn't know, in New Japan, they'll do like multiple tag elimination matches. And eliminations are either pin, submission, or thrown over the top rope. So, uh, yeah, that's how, uh, that's how, that's the only way Honma got a win over uh, Naito <laughs> uh, about a month or two ago. So, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I like how Tanahashi just chills in the corner as Chaos does its war drums and he's on the side <laughs> of the ring apron doing that. air guitar and shit. So, uh, <laughs> that's funny. There's a yeah, JTO on, uh, on Gato and kind of Gato taps and Tanahashi tries to skin the cat, but is like, yeah. Fuck this, I've already... Oh, sorry. Oh, bugger this. Forty proved me fucking point, putting Gato in the in the JTO, <laughs> and he gets eliminated as well. If she gets eliminated by Pimp Juice, then that hurts my soul big time uh, because, yeah, it's Pimpy. Oh, and, my God. Uh, <laughs> Luke, you're going you're gonna to be so mad then when you watch, when you watch the, your recommendation for next week because, man. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, yes, yes, I know, but uh, it's it's older Pimpy, so maybe he was back when he cared a bit more and hadn't mm-hmm. just been like, "This is my spot, and I'm happy to ride this out." I, I won't even clean my hat. Look how dirty it is. Yeah, jorts, jorts of the future, plastic jorts. <laughs> plastic jorts, plastic yeah. jorts. These are great jorts. Do they come in plastic? All right, so uh, <laughs> there's one spot. I don't. I don't write down all the eliminations and stuff, but there's really the last two men are Kenta and Yoshihashi. There's a fun spot where Kenta lands on Bo Bo Bosan Bochan Bo Bo the bow Yoshihashi's bow. I don't know how they say uh, on the outside, so he's not technically touching the floor. But I've seen refs in New Japan just be like, "That's fucking close enough, you're out." But uh, <laughs> in, in this, it's uh, it's it's not eliminated, and he he gets back and he throws Yoshihashi out. So, uh, <laughs> look, I, one of my favorite little mini feuds going right now is the feud between Kenta and Yoshihashi over that, over Yoshihashi's pole. It just fucking cracks me up. I, I love it every time. It's, it just makes me laugh. Oh, man. So, yeah, this was pretty fun stuff. You okay. Know? Yeah. So two things. One, yeah. this match is not good. <laughs> it's very bad. However, you mentioned the thing about Kenta, you know, and Yoshihashi. You said this is a fun feud. You really like this. This is a one-sided feud where Yoshihashi is doing nothing to contribute. Imagine, you remember just a while ago, and, and this is still going on, where we had Jay White, and he was feuding with Tanahashi, and they're both doing fun stuff to make it like a fun thing. Imagine if Yoshihashi had any at all charisma if he just had any charisma at all that would this this feud would be way better but now it's just kenta acting crazy and yoshihashi staring at him and losing um so there's that and then my other point that you missed (laughs) completely that is so important um this is the big spot of the night and that is that shredder uh, ishimori pins goto in this match to eliminate himself that's the second time he's pinned Goto as well. Yes. They love keeping Goto strong in New Japan. They love it. For some reason, they love it. Uh, much to your chagrin, they, yeah. they are determined to make to keep him kind of strong. But uh, a, a, a junior's pinned him twice. That's not That's very common. <laughs> so uh, I can I can see you jumping for joy and having tears of pleasure just run down your face. 
I was very happy. Happens, yeah. And you are right. It, look, I like Yoshihashi, but I think people mistake that for me saying I love Yoshihashi. I like him. <laughs> but you are right. It is a one-sided feud. One guy's got all the jokes, all the all the charisma, and it's, uh, well, it's Kenta. And it, it's not a one-sided feud. It's Kenta and the bow staff. It's uh, three-sided, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you're so the the bow staff has more charisma than Yoshihashi. This is a this is a veritable um, broomstick performance that's going on here, you know. Why the fuck would you come out with a staff anyway if you you're a face? It's just like you, you're never gonna yeah. Anyway, let's go to. Uh, <clears throat> I don't take too many notes for these, but this one's elimination as well. It's uh, Lij versus uh, the Empire Trio and Laundry Champ. And, <laughs> Champion of laundry. <laughs> That's right. He's he's the the dry cleaning champion. Now, uh, I didn't I didn't do much notes to this, but I will say I'm looking forward to another bout between uh, Naito and Great Khan. I'm also looking forward to a one-on-one match between Hanare and Sonata. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. And this match cheers me up because um, Shingo eliminates uh, that guy for the win. Yeah, that was cool. Um, man, he is, he's a dickhead. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't have much to say about this one. Like you said, I'm, I'm looking forward to these singles matches when we're going to get them. You know, I think, uh, you know, laundry champion and, um, Shingo will be amazing, of course. And it's just a matter of getting there. And man, um, luckily, you know, one thing I will say is good about this show is, you know, there's only three of Hello? Nothing going on, and there's just five different people or five different shows all right in a row. Uh, thank God we're not getting that. So Not yet, anyway. No, no I think uh, we're getting another three shows this week. I think it might be just Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then there's nothing until the, like the, the following week. So, yeah, I can handle three shows like this. Uh, if it's five or six, I'm just like, get out of here. What are you doing? But, uh yeah, yeah, it's 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 fine. So shall we just go straight into it? Night two, please. What? All yes. Right. Yeah. Okay, and I think I've even written down the right, the correct young lion for the first match. Wow, fucking give me a raise. So <laughs> Gabriel Kidd, Sho Anyo versus El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Suzuki. And uh, this is fun, solid stuff. But uh, I thought for sure uh, Gabriel Kidd was going to eat this but no there's a super low blow onto show by Katamaru and uh, he gets the pin onto show which uh, surprised me because uh, I thought well if kids not eating this then uh, yo is but uh, I guess I want to keep him a bit strong because he came back so yeah um, <clears throat> now Katamaru's pinned one of the champions that means for sure that we're getting another tag team title match with these four. And I'm just like, El Desperado's already got a title. Uh, let him have his run. Anyway, um, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> what? Wrestling Don Taku is on May 3rd, right? In between that, we have one, two, three... For, we have like 10 shows between now and then. So I t- tell you um, what, though, there's going to be some singles matches. Yes, like, that's uh, true. Which will break things up a bit. And I think that's very clever. They don't usually do the special singles all that often. But I feel like they know as well as we do that 
uh, they're a bit samey, so how about we mix these up with some singles, and uh, I think it's a good idea. I was just going to remind the audience, if you would like us to talk about a particular match, please send it in, neveropenpod at gmail.com. We need recommendations right now because we're kind of not going to have much to talk about with these shows. Um, we're going to make it fun. We'll make it fun. Don't worry. But my point is, is that if you guys, you know, this is a good opportunity for folks to send in recommendations. Um, and like Lucas said before, please send two if you have them. But we'll accept one. You know, it's just if we've yeah. already done it, then we'll just have to send you an email back and say, sorry, brother. The one you sent in, we already did. So go back in the archives and fuck off. That's right. And look, uh, so Sunday's show will be what we've been getting so far. And then Monday's show We've got, is it Monday show that I clicked on? Yep. Then Monday show, we've got Ishii versus Pimpy, uh, Goto versus Ishimori, and Yoshihashi versus Kenta. So they're, oh, they're, man. Ishimori is my favorite wrestler now. I want him to win so bad. Oh, my God. ELP returns, runs in, and causes a distraction. Ishimori pins Goto, and he's the champion of Goto. And then uh, on Tuesday night, We've got Yoshi, Ishii, and Goto versus Ishimori, Pimpy, and Kenta for the six-man. Oh, so there you go. Idols, yeah. there, are, there will be uh, more substantial things to uh, talk about as we go on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, look, the next match we have is Doki and the Dangerous Tickets versus Gorillas of Destiny and Jado. And ape shit on Doki. So, I, yeah. Look. It's it's fun, solid stuff. I, I really like anything with Jado and Doki. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Tekkers and uh, G.O.D. are pretty solid as well, especially Tamatonga. I really like him. But uh, I, they're on every night, dude. Like, surely there's a night where you can swap out Doki one night and another night where you can swap out Jado. Like, there's heaps in here, but yeah. Never mind. Like, maybe Gorillas of Destiny and Dick Togo versus... Uh, Dangerous Tekkers and uh, I guess Doki's the only... Well, and Suzuki, like, you can swap things around a little bit, but <clears throat> that's okay. You got anything you want to add? No! No. <laughs> I, I want to talk I want to talk about one match on this show, and you know which one it is. I can't wait to talk about it. Let's yeah. get through this Hanma bullshit so we can talk about it. <laughs> All right, so we got Homo and the Chaos Dudes, which will, is uh, Goto, Yano... Uh, Ishii and oh. Yoshihashi. What? No Yano in this match. Oh, man. Where am I? Fuck. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's an eight-man. So, yeah. Honma, Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto versus uh, Shredder, Pimpy, Kenta, and Evil. And uh, Chaos coming out to Goto's music makes me cry. It should be Ishii's. Ishii's <laughs> music is much better. Yes. And it's solid stuff, but, you know, you know Homer's losing, right? You, we all know that. Aww. Homer taps to the Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, look, the only other point I wanted to mention was, like, I know this happens a few times, but Kenta and Yoshihashi fight over that uh, pole. Ishii tries to get it back and gets beat up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, yeah, and uh, Kenta me- me- messing with Ishii like that makes me need to see that match. But, uh, you know, I love, I'd love Kenta versus Ishii more than... Uh, yeah, uh, 
but you know, you, do, do you want your the only alpha alternative would be Yoshi versus Pimpy, and we don't want that. No, we've already yeah. seen that once. It was so, so we need to split it up like this. So yes, <laughs> I you know maybe Kento will be in the G1 with Ishii because all these little tiny things that are going on are going to come back later this year in the G1 as far as like reasons why these guys have to hate each other. You know, so yeah. um you know that's going to be great, and I can't wait. I mean, I think. I think Kenta had a very good G1 last year. I think he's going to have a great G1 this year. That's my opinion. Yep. All right, Luke. Luke. Yeah. All right. So, look, I I see this match, and I'm like, really? This match? And I make a couple dumb remarks on Twitter. Then I see Chris Charlton write, for the first time in 11 years... Dick Togo and Gato are tagging together. They used to be in a group called the Far East Connection. Oh, and I'm like, oh, so that's why that tag match exists. I'll shut the fuck up. Apparently their last match was <laughs> their last match was against the Golden Lovers on April 20, 2010. Wow. So uh what I want to say about this match, Mr. Andy, is it is absolutely fucking delightful. And uh, the last, apparently their last straight tag win was December 2001. So uh, it had been a while for the Far East connection. So, uh, yeah, like, as soon as I see this match and it starts off and it's really fun, I'm thinking to myself, Mr. Andy, in, in a few years' time, will put this as a match recommend for sure. Definitely, yeah, definitely. It's so much fun. Like, there's this... There's hair pulling, there's beard pulling, there's what they're all pulling each other's stuff, and then Yano, you know, so so Yano's getting his hair pulled by Gato, uh, you know, <laughs> Gato's getting his beard pulled by Tanner, Gato's also, you know, and then uh, um, Togo's pulling on Tanahashi's hair, and then Yano reaches for uh, for uh, Dick Togo's hair, but he doesn't have any, so you can't really complete the circle, and his beard's not long enough. So I'm like, all right, that was pretty funny. <laughs> there's there's Irish whips, and Yano and, and Yano and the Ace do a dosy do, and then they try to go for lariats and stuff. <laughs> so I thought it was fucking funny. There's fucking low blows and shit too. The lights go off, and Evil hits the everything is evil on Yano. Wow. Right on and, cue. Yep. And Dick, Ashley, shut up. Please. You don't get fed for another 20 minutes. But uh, it looks like she's getting fed early. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everything is evil on, uh, on Yano. And Dick Togo, complete with a hood on his head, pins <laughs> the king of pro wrestling. And I love that because over the course of the last year, yes, Yano's gotten a lot of pins. But he's also won a lot of matches in really ridiculous ways, like winning a battle royal without even getting in the ring, uh, you know, silly things like that. So I think Yano, you know, some, can eat a pin where it's like uh, completely ridiculous like this, and he's fine, man. He's like one of the winningest guys in New Japan right now. What do you think of this match, dude? I love it. It's amazing. It's like, you know. You kind of talked about all the, like, comedy and spots and stuff. They just – I mean, it's just fantastically funny. And I one of the things I love about Gato as a character is he acts tough, and he never backs down except 
he does. You know what I mean? He acts all tough and then he like begs for forgiveness and shit. But he's always trying to go. He's always got some trick up his sleeve and stuff. I, this just makes me want to see Dick Togo versus Yano so bad. And I think, you know, there's been talk. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but there's been talk of a blindfold match between those two. And man, that's immediately what I thought of when he got that hood out. We got to do it. They have to do it. That would be amazing. Ref Chumpy's the ref. I mean, imagine the fun. And I would also like to point out that in that group that is called the Far East Connection, there are some other members of that group. And one of them was a man by the name of Macho Pump. I know nothing about him other than his name is Macho Pump. And Giada was also in that group as well. So, um, you know, there was uh, there's a few other people in that one. I just, I want Dick Togo to wrestle. That's what I want. He's awesome. He's so good at the comedy stuff. He's a fantastic wrestler in general. And you can see how great he is in these situations. Now, we've talked about it in the past about how New Japan does things slowly. So, you know, will Dick Togo ever be a full-time wrestler? Probably not, but he will be on the, the Gato schedule or the Giotto schedule? Probably. Yeah. And I think they're slowly working that in, and over time, maybe this time next year, he'll be more of a regular guy. I hope so, because he's fucking fantastic. Yep. Also, there was a poll on uh, on the Tweety, which poll uh, on a did poll? Uh, no, it is. Um, <laughs> what did we want to see? It's Yano's rules. It's the creation of darkness blindfold match. Opponent must be blindfolded <laughs> before a fall. Or it was evil's, evil's rules, a darkness match, alternating periods of light and dark. Oh, so my God. I, I voted. Uh, I can tell you who won uh, the votes right now because the votes finished. Uh, but... <clears throat> I'm going to make you very upset because I did vote for Evil's Rules. Yeah, and, well, that would be fun too, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to – yeah, so I'm glad you said that was fun because uh, apparently there's one day left according to the poll, but at 56.3% as we record the podcast, Evil is ahead. Oh, so, okay. Uh, well – I just want to yeah. let you know in the future, Luke, when you're talking about a poll, you have to be specific because we don't know. There's a is, lot of polls, it, yeah. You know, is it Doki's poll? Is it fucking – is it Yoshihashi's poll? Is it Yoshihashi's other poll? We don't know, you know, so you got to tell us. Is it Pimpy's poll? <laughs> it's uh, it's <laughs> never Pimpy's poll. Never. No. All right, so that, that, never, that's going to be fun. He never even gets yep. to use that thing. Every time he gets, every time he gets it out, he ends up like getting hit, and then does the like thing where it, fl- you know, like in a video game where the weapon flashes and then it goes away. That's like what happens to his pimp cane every time. <laughs> like double dragon or something. Right. All right, and uh, we've got our final match of the night, which is Lij versus Empire and Laundry Boy. Um, I'm sorry, Bushi, but uh, guess what? If you don't, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna fucking test Bushi one day, and I'll be like, right, name all the islands. Because uh, you've <laughs> been on quite a few tours, my friend. Uh, he gets a tour of the islands, and uh, Jeff Cobb picks up the victory there. And uh, have, that was night two. We have a follower on Twitter. It's uh. Um, hey, every once sorry, in a while, you, you cut out for a second there, man. Who's the dude on the tweets? Uh, so we have a follower. It's Miss underscore Doom on Twitter. And uh, oh, yeah. 
she busts out a joke every once in a while that makes me like cry laughing. And so we were talking about how Bushi, you know, we're talking on Twitter, because by the way, you should tweet along with us during these shows. It's a lot of fun. Go back and read what we wrote if you're not up at that time. But she, uh, we were talking about how he had already seen all the islands, you know, and I was saying like, well, yeah, he keeps finding sand in his, in his gear and stuff like that. And she said he, he has his hair braided under, under his, his mask. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That, that is hilarious. fucking amazing. I thought that was so funny. Also, um, you mentioning the Tweety and interactions on there just reminded me, all right, everyone, if you want to contact the show, you can do that. You can do that via uh, email, neveropenpod at gmail.com. You can send a voicey email or a wordy one. Or you can interact with us on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Andy, Mr. Guy is at Tweets. And where they're collectively at Never Open Pod. We sure as hell are. Damn straight. So let's let's do it. By the way, nights two and three of Road to Dontaku are at Korokan Hall. Yeah. yeah. I had to go back and watch this match as well because I went out for dinner that night. And our first match was Honma, Sho, and Yo. Versus Suzuki Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado, and it, there's some fun stuff in this. There's one point where like Sho and Yo hold down Minara Suzuki so Homa can get a fucking <laughs> Kakeshi in, and obviously you get you do something that looks fun and cool like that onto Suzuki. That means you're going to have to get a receipt, and receipts do happen all round and uh he he punishes Honma but making him tap the fuck out. So uh <laughs> you got your cool fucking move in, now I'm gonna kill you. That's that's the deal. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. It is fun and you know I know Suzuki's a good guy now, but he still embodies everything that a heel should embody. And I you know what I've always said about heels is that their job is to make sure that nothing fun or cool happens around them in a, in like a 10 foot radius. As if they can reach it, they need to stop it. You know, oh that baby face trying to do a cool move off top rope, knock him off, you oh, know what I mean? That. And like and so that's kind of, you know, Suzuki, even though he's a good guy, he still is like, nah, man, we ain't doing cool shit. That ain't going to happen, you know? So, um, and plus he's got the history uh, with Hanma now, the recent history with Hanma. And so Hanma was very uh, upset after this match. I watched his uh, after, you know, um, uh, after the backstage comments, and it sounded like this. It was like, <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty good interpretation too, like a total, almost exact. And <laughs> and next we got uh get got versus oh uh, no we've got uh, God and Jado versus the Dangerous Tickers and Doki. It's it's fun stuff still and a little off in places, but uh, here's my question to you: Do yes. you think Zack Saber Jr. We'll be able to carry Tongaloa to a good singles match. This will be his fourth yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling singles match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do. Yeah. 
I think we're going right. to see Zack Sabre Jr. bumping around like a maniac, and we're going to see kind of a static, lumbering Tongaloa, as we usually do, and he'll be doing stocking heat all over the place, and uh, Zack Sabre's going to you know, sell away and try to get away from him, and Tai Chi's going to want to help, but he can't, and Tama Tonga's going to get involved, and it's going to be – it'll be entertaining, and Giotto is going to hit Zack Sabre Jr. with that goddamn – stick that's another poll by the way yet another poll in new japan they love their stick poles and uh there's a like (laughs) doki goes for this top rope move and he gets hit with a gun stun and it was a really cool gun stun too so awesome doki is amazing (laughs) i love him and like he is one of those guys that when i see him in a match i'm like oh i'm gonna like this you know he's great 100 percent agreed and here we are we've got yoshihashi ishii goto yano and the ace Versus Gato, Shredder, Pimpy, Kenta, and Evil. And he, he, here's some things worth mentioning here. Tanahashi goes for a Blade Runner on Gato. He doesn't get it, but uh, I did like that. There's another hair-pulling session. And <laughs> when Chumpy breaks it up, he smacks downwards on Tanahashi's hand, which so, just so happens to be connected to Gato's beard. So he, he hits it down. And Gator's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Looking at Chumpy, and Chumpy's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. There's like a, a decent exchange here between uh, Ishii and Pimp Juice, which is uh, not too bad, actually. I liked it, probably because Ishii's involved. There's a butterfly lock, and the lights go out, which made me mark the fuck out, because I was really happy with that. But no, <laughs> Yano gets a hood on Evil. Then there's a butterfly lock on Gato for the win. Oh my God, Yoshi gets his bow back. Yay. But Kenta beats him up backstage. And takes him <laughs> That's what he gets for using that stupid hold. I, I feel so bad for Gato. You know, I know he booked this, but damn, dude, you booked yourself to tap out to the, the fucking butterfly lock. Woo. You're burying yourself and uh, you're being very unselfish when you do that in a way that is yeah. disgusting. But disgusting and very disgust, disgustingly professional. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then next we got uh yeah it's cool stuff i'll look forward to those singles matches and the title match should be fun too but you've got uh bushi and tetsuya naito versus jeff cobb and the greater khan or cobb and khan which is what i wrote for some reason cobb and khan and cobb cobb and khan yeah and we got naito trolling khan at the start he's just standing there like and chompy's trying to get, get him into the ring he's just standing there like uh like great behind his back, right? Like a yeah, with his hands back, standing straight. Um, my favorite part of this match, though, is this air, or, uh, awesome hair pulling submission by Naito on the Great Okan. He's got oh, yeah. Okan on his back, and he's just wrenching his back by like pulling on the on the ponytail thing. Which, <laughs> oh my god, now nah, Naito can't help himself. He's got a troll. He, he definitely has to troll, doesn't he? And if you can believe it. Jeff Cobb uh, punches Bushi's ticket again oh. because Bushi just seems to love going for a tour of the islands. So, yes, there's another tour oh. of the islands on Paul Bushi. Look, Bushi, wasn't Bushi the one guy that didn't get pinned in the title match? So shouldn't you be like, uh, maybe warm Bushi up to have that first challenge as well? Like, that's a pretty solid choice, first yeah. or second challenge. I'm not saying he needs to win, but I'm saying, like, 
it's something else rather than losing yeah, to a heavyweight doesn't hurt you if you're a junior, you know. Yeah. Well, what if you're a, a senior and you get pinned by Ishimori twice? Like, <laughs> and then it hurts you bad, and you should probably quit wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. We got our main event of the, the night. It, it's Sonata and Shingo versus Hanare. And that dude, uh, my one note for this match is Aaron Hanare, dude, he got good. Uh, I know he gets hit with the last of the dragon, but there's no shame in getting fucking pinned by the number one contender, especially, and you're going to get, you're going to eat it, especially when uh, your partner is the champ. So uh, I thought it was cool stuff. I really liked Hanare. Like, I don't know, man, like where the fuck is, like, where's this guy been? Like ever I know it's only very new and stuff like that, but man, he seems refreshed and more interesting and, uh, Thank you, New Japan, for giving him something to do. I, I fucking really appreciate it. Um, I'm hoping that he beats the shit out of Sonata in an upcoming match. That would be absolutely lovely. This is the his actual graduation from being a young lion. Yes, he's been in, you know, he was in the G1, right, or in the tag league or something like that. And, um, you know, but he lost every time just like he was a young lion. Ever since... He graduated, quote-unquote. He's still been a young lion until now. Now he's main eventing and getting pinned. So, I mean, like he's still getting pinned. But as a bad guy, that doesn't hurt you. And he took a nasty Last of the Dragon from Shingo. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there is some good exchanges between those two. And fuck, dude. I can't wait to see him in the G1 this year. It's going to be fantastic. Man, I am really getting pumped for these tournaments. And, um... Because I think this year is going to be like the tournaments of old. It's not going to, you know what I mean? I think we're going to be mm. back to normal, so to speak. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I had lunch at a restaurant for the first time today in like a year and a half because I'm vaccinated now and I can do that. And I sat outside still and like 10 feet away from some, you know, other people. But I just, you know, like things are, I'm feeling good again and this kind of stuff when i see it i see hanare and i think of what's going to happen with him in the future it kind of makes me feel even better so yeah uh i just I've, we've been wanting him them to do something with him for quite a while just like anything please anything <laughs> and they've done something with him and oh look it turns out it's going pretty damn good and you're right but yeah aaron aaron hanare um he went on an excursion from um, Japan to Japan right. <laughs> and uh, pretty much had to do like he, he was still, yeah, you're one step up for a young lion, but this you know, is you're, a still, new you're thing. still below Yoshihashi and Pimpy and stuff. So <laughs> there's this new thing that they're doing and I don't like it. And that is the like the young lions that aren't young lions, like because they you know, Carl Fredericks, he's no longer a young lion. Hikaleo, he's no longer a young lion. Well, then what the fuck is he? You know what I mean? Alex Coughlin, he's not a young lion. Yes, he is. What? What? There's only two ways you can be. You can be a young lion or not. And there's they've created this kind of purgatory that is not working. And so they either need to figure out what that is and do it, or they need to not do that because I don't like it. It's definitely a COVID thing too. I, I would say that factors into it because well, except for Hanare's case because. You know, he just stayed in Japan all that time. But uh, 
Yeah, like Brendan Reed was on that strong show as well. Like, where the fuck else is he going to go? It's fucking COVID and all that kind of shit. So, I don't know, man. It is it is what it is. But They uh, were doing that with Renarito. They were being like, well, he's no longer a young lion. He's this fucking young lion. He's still dressed in black boots and black tights. And uh, I just, I don't know. I, usually when you graduate, that means that they're going to do something with you, you know? And um, yeah. I don't know. I feel bad yeah. for water though. I know, I know you're listening, buddy, and I feel bad for you that you don't get shit. And uh, Ocon is like ruling the universe now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's uh, funny. It is indeed. So we we have a couple preview matches. Preview matches. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what that Recommendation is. Recommendation matches. <laughs> so look, we were going to do three matches here, uh, but um, I was. Okay, I'm gonna cop it, cop it on the chin. You, you broke know, my I made heart. A mistake. I did. Uh, I did forget to watch Ibushi versus Ishii for the Never Title from uh, 2014. I do apologize, but what I did watch was uh, let Mr. Lexus Montez's other recommend because we'd never done that before. Which uh, we'll do that first because I think like obviously yours should be the fucking main event. But I'll have Ibushi Ishii done for the next show. So sorry, everybody. And yes, I have seen this now, okay? <clears throat> and if you're listening to the voice, my voice right now, li- watch Obushi versus Ishii. We'll go over the date. Uh, it's, t- it's May 24th, 2014 for the Never Championship. You need to watch this. This is good. It's yeah. really good. So, anyway. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't until we, we they talked. See, I have notes for two preview match. Oh, pre- why did I say preview for two? I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying previews either. But I I get I I got notes for like two recommended matches. And I was like, oh well, we usually do two. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then like I'm talking to you just prior to recording, I was like, oh fuck. Uh, okay, so yeah, we got uh, low key versus Taguchi. This is from Dominion 2012. Uh, Loki is the junior champ, and Taguchi's uh, fighting for it. So uh, it's it's a it's a solid match. I think I like Mr. Lexus's previous choice uh, better, but uh, this is still this is more of um, your usual New Japan juniors match, which is nowhere near. It's not a bad thing at all. It's a pretty damn good match. Uh, Loki works over Taguchi's leg for a lot of the match. <clears throat> there is a fucking a dodon that turns into a double stomp, which was fucking nuts. <laughs> and it's a it's a really cool match. You've got uh, Taguchi fighting from underneath, but like Loki has the answer like every time. And there's a tree of woe double stomp, and uh, for some reason Kauki wins, which I meant Loki, but I wrote put a K there. But yeah, Loki wins. Uh, I thought it was pretty damn fun stuff. What did you think? This match, by the way, if you're trying to find this, it is spelled goofy. It's like L-O-W-E, key, like, and then the word key, K-E-Y, for some reason. Um, because if you, like, before a certain date, they clearly were not, like, checking the spellings of stuff. And they just put it up the way mm-hmm. that it sounded. So you get some of these goofy spellings in the 2014-2016 era. Um, but uh, I really like this. So I... Um, I was not watching Ring of Honor in the late 2000s. You know, I don't know much about Loki except that he's stiff as fuck. And I've heard that he's unprofessional and that he beats people up in the ring and stuff. And I've seen that with my own eyes. 
Um, so I haven't watched a ton of his matches. It's fun to watch that versus somebody who's going to give it back to him. Because, man, this is not jokey joke Taguchi. This is uh, oh, Paulo no. you know, uh, Taguchi that is a serious junior. And, and this, is a, this match is extremely stiff. And it's stiff yeah. the whole match. And it's like and, – and one of Loki's main things that he does is these double stops. And he does them in many different ways. Um, one of the wrestlers that I kind of see a lot of Loki in, and I never really realized this before, is Shane Strickland, or uh, I guess he's Isaiah Swerve Scott now on on uh, NXT. That's a guy that does a lot of double stops in his uh, in his Wait, arsenal. And- that's Killshot, right? Yes, Killshot, exactly. Yes, him. From so, Lucha Underground. Yeah, and he does a bunch of those kinds of uh, double stomps that are similar to this. Um, and man. Um, Loki's stiff as fuck, and Taguchi gives it right back to him. I thought Taguchi, you know, hung with him fine. I had not, you know, like I said, I didn't have a ton of experience seeing Loki. I like Loki's character work. He walks around with this, like, he's a small guy, and he walks over, leaning over, making himself looking smaller, but for some reason he looks bigger when he leans over. He kind of... He kind of like uh, looks like a creature that's stalking his prey, and I really like that. And so did the crowd. Man, the crowd loved him. Have you yeah. ever heard Loki speak? I think so. Um, like in the mid two thousands, this is when you've got like Chris Daniels, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, and AJ Styles all in um, Impact, right? Yeah. So uh, I saw I, I was watching Impact around that time because it was well it was pretty fucking decent at the time, and I saw a lot of low key matches on that. Um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, the only thing I seem to remember about him is what you mentioned is, you know, the guy can be quite unprofessional and stuff, which I guess meant that yeah he had a few shots at the top and. People saw what a, a dick he was, and he's gone. So, yeah, then there's no way you're going to try that shit in Japan. You try stiffing <laughs> someone in Japan, and they're going to fuck you up. Have, so, have you uh, ever seen – have you ever heard him speak? I I think so. I don't know. I, I can't a, answer that. He has an outrageously low voice. It's, it's outrageous. It sounds like he's doing a voice. And maybe he is a little bit, but, man, it's like – it's a fantastic speaking voice for his character, and it's it's just outrageously low. I can't even do an impersonation of it. It's fucking awesome. So, uh, he, I, you know, I like him, and like I now I'm thinking to myself, I need to go back and watch more Loki. And honestly, I didn't even know he was in New Japan. There's a lot of guys like that where it's like, oh, they were in New Japan, no shit. So I'm maybe watch. I think there's a couple more Loki matches on there. I might watch those. I like this. Thank you, Lexus Montez, for the recommendation. Yeah. Like, there's a guy who could have been a real big deal, like a bigger deal than he was or is, uh, if he, like, would get out of his own way or stick, get his head out of his bum. Uh, but alas, <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like he, he did. No, because, like, he's, I, I hate the term, but, like, he's got all the tools. He's really good uh, in terms of, yeah, wrestling character and in-ring work. So, yeah, he should have been fucking massive. Anyway, do you yeah. want to introduce the uh, – come on, man. This is your baby. Let's do it. Okay. You want me to go first? I will. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so um, we are right in the middle of kind of a series that we're doing here at the end of the show about the Okada versus Omega, uh, you know, group of matches. And so we already covered Okada versus Omega one. Um, you're going to be a little surprised about some of the things I have to say about this, I think. Um, I So we're doing this time. It's June 11th, 2017 from Osaka, Joe Hall. It's uh, the ninth match, and which is the main event. It's Okada versus Kenny Omega. And um, this is... This is a very famous match, and, you know, obviously, when you look at online, people say, well, which one's the best of their group? And most people say this. I don't agree, and I, I will say that I don't agree. However, I watched this live, and I know you did, too. Didn't you watch this live? And, like, I remember, you know, um, Smart Wrestling fan tweeting along with them and tweeting along with you. I think you were watching live. Is that correct? Um, This is... Either close to or around when I started watching, so, uh, so maybe not. I'm not. Don't, this this is not one I saw live. I think how it went was, um, I was hearing a lot of reviews on the on the on the on uh, Smart Wrestling Fan at the time. They were doing New Japan stuff, and I was li- liking what I was hearing, but I wasn't sure where to jump in, and so where I jumped in was that first time they came to. America to do the United States tournament. You remember that 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 tournament, and then that quickly led into that year's uh, G1. But in order to kind of go, hey, is this something we might want to check out? Charity and I watched this match. So okay. we watched this match, and we're watching it. And I remember turning to Charity, I'm like, Charity, is this awesome? She's like, Yeah, it's really amazing. It's it's amazing, and because we. Charity was like, oh, this match is an hour, dude. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, but I hear, hear it's really good. So <clears throat> this is the match where, like, like uh, we, we watch it, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't even, I don't even want to watch any of their free matches or anything like that uh, on the YouTube's. Fuck it, it's only what nine or ten bucks Australian. I'm just gonna try it for, for a month and see how I go. And, you know, it's however many years later, and uh, I still got a subscription to Japan World. So, all right. Uh, so, I think, so I no, think it worked you, out all right. no, you weren't tweeting along with us. Jesus Christ. Fuck you. No, I didn't watch this live. <laughs> all right. Well, I was trying to make a point that this was. This was one of those, like, well, you know, times when I, you know, learned about this whole subculture of the Twitter stuff and, and while this was going on. And, you know, I'd been watching for two years, I guess, at this point, And it was fun that other people were starting to watch all of a sudden because of this. Right. So this this match has a lot of meaning. Um, not only does it have that, but it has it because of, you know, the people involved and in, in the actual storyline. Um, we've heard a term. In pro wrestling, uh, usually used in a negative sense of 50-50 booking, right? That's where one guy wins, the other guy wins. They're they're so evenly matched that no one gets over, right? So this is an example. Do what? It's WWE booking. Correct, yeah. So this is an example of 50-50 booking done in a way that is amazing. It's, It's build, 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 double down, ebb and flow, ebb and flow. There's no... No one gets the better of the other one, and when they do, it's just a matter of time before the other guy gets the better of him. So um, 
I have a million notes, all right, as usual. However, I'm not going to read all these notes. I just want to hit a few things. We got Kevin, uh, Kevin Kelly and Don Callis on the call. Uh, Don is so funny. So, uh, Luke, you're watching AEW, and do people know the history? Do they talk about the history between these two, like, in AEW? Yeah. Uh, yeah, big time, all the time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is kind of where that comes from. You know, I've, they obviously. I've known Kenny since he was 16 years old. <laughs> That's pretty good. Damn. Okay. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay. We got a new character on the show. That's uh, Don Callis. Awesome. Um, so Don is very funny. And yes, you know, they're both from, you know, Canada together. And so they came up together and all that. Or, well, not like that. You guys know all the history. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to say that. So, um, uh, you know, my point is, is that his commentary on this is so great because he's screaming at, at red shoes to start counts and, and, and just, he's constantly advocating for Kenny in a heel fashion and is fantastic. And it's one of those deals like that reminds me of Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon when Bobby Heenan would freak out because the heels were, you know, getting mistreated, quote unquote, you know, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I love that stuff. That stuff's so much fun, but this match is all about Okada's, like, I mean, Kenny Omega is fantastic in, the, in this match. Don't get me wrong. But this, to me, watching it again, just highlighted Okada's just incredible selling. The first half of the match is him doing the, I'm, I can't quite do all my moves real smooth because my knees hurt. Because he was, you know, uh, what happens is, is that Omega goes for the Terminator deal. Um, you know, where he's going to do his tope over the top rope and he ends up uh, not getting it. And Okada ends up doing it instead. And Okada like jams his knee. Perfect. So that like. Building, building to huge double downs. And one of my favorite things in the match is the very end. You know, we got, you know, we get the call for 55 minutes. And I remember thinking. No, these matches are no time limit because I always thought that the like the biggest matches were no time limit in uh, in New Japan because you know I remember seeing the infinity symbol you know on there but this was uh, this did have a time limit and they obviously mentioned it so we're five minutes left and uh, there's all kinds of shit that goes on false finishes we get you know ex exhausted Kenny spot which causes Okada to miss the Rainmaker and go flying. And, yeah. you know, Kenny, Kenny's under in control when we get to 55 minutes and you get this huge V trigger. And I remember, uh, you know, being on Twitter and all that stuff is so much fun. Uh, we get this bridging German from Okada for two roll up for Kenny to two, all this stuff that happens. But at the very end, we get that awesome camera shot that New Japan does where one guy's laying in the ring and the other guy's, you know, across. And it's a big double down. You can see both guys faces. But in this case, Okada had just hit the last Rainmaker he had in him, and he's trying to army crawl over to pin Kenny, and he can't do it in time, and it's a time limit draw. It's a Broadway. It's the whole fucking thing, and um, I love this match. I liked the first one better on rewatch. What? Tell me, tell me what you think, Luke. All right, so I I I got into this one. I think maybe the first one. Like people, I think people like definitive endings more than draws, but I, I like this one a little more. 
Uh, this one has a bit of a faster start. I mean, they, they, they do slow it down eventually, but uh, they almost catch each other in each other's finishes at the start. Uh, Kenny's really going for that knee as well. Like, And there's so many, there's heaps of incredible dives right right at the start. But uh, And it kind of adds to the story too because Okada seemingly kind of tweaks his knees and, and things like that. Now, <clears throat> like Omega does this like amazing top rope shooting star press to the outside. Then another another one of those uh, nasty ass missile drop kicks. It's fucking insane. They're like Omega goes for another dragon off the top, but there's a, a deep Death Valley driver on the ring apron. Oh, that was drop amazing! Kick. <laughs> fucking so insane, dude. Dude, uh, yeah, there's a leg hooked superplex by Omega, but then there's a rainmaker and a kick. It's just fucking nuts. Look, uh, another part of this story is <clears throat> Omega just can't hit the one wing angel. He just can't. And everybody knows no one kicks out of the one wing angel except for one man who will eventually do it in the future. And the man who does it makes perfect sense. It's uh, Kota Ibushi. But, no, you know, and he hits that. And Okada doesn't kick out, but he gets a foot on the rope. And it's just like, oh, fuck. So fucking close. There's a bit of cheese here when Cody and the Build Club come out, and there's almost a towel throw in, but that's okay. It gives uh, it gives both uh, the wrestlers in the ring a bit of time to make a comeback and stuff. And yeah, this is just like a really fun, amazing match. It's 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 intense and exciting. It's a, it's a draw, but there's like a big cheer at the end. I don't know from everyone. It's 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 just beautiful stuff. I loved it. Um. Yeah, I think I liked it a little more than the first one. What do you think of Cody's involvement? I think that's one of the reasons I don't like it as much. Is I, I don't like Cody. It's just straight up. I don't like him. I don't. I don't. Aww. He does nothing for me. So uh, his involvement to me was like, look at me, you know. And I hate that. I fucking hate it so much. Like in in wrestling where there's this amazing thing going on. You know, and we gotta we gotta do some little bullshit storyline so that Cody can get his moment. You know, it, it makes me sick. So um, I'm sure this was something that they all planned together. But Bullet Club, all of them come out at one point, and it's timed weird, and I just don't like that part. That's fair. I, I can understand that. That's definitely the <clears throat> excuse me, the lowest part of the match for me. But it didn't take away from uh, my general thoughts and feelings of it. Uh, it's it's great stuff, and I, am I safely assuming that you're choosing their G1 match next? Yes, yeah. Which is what the G1 climax 2018. It, yeah, it's uh, August 12th, B block, um, and that'll be the next one. And uh, they have one more after that, and you know we may wait to get to that one. But uh, this is uh, this is kind of the trilogy that people talk about the most. Um, because it's just, you know, like you said, uh, the stories of these matches are so great and, and the, these guys take each other so deep that they don't – it's so believable, in, especially in this match, in the last couple minutes when they, like, do a move and just lay down because they can't <laughs> – they can't do anything else. And it reminds me so much that New Japan's um, – concepts of what a wrestler can do and when he can do it is so video game based. And I really like that. I like that. 
you know, meaning their spirit meter is run out. So they got nothing, you know what I mean? They can't yeah. do a move. You have to sit there and rest for your spirit meter to recharge. And, you know, and I know that, you know, that's all based on wrestling and it's, you know, a chicken and egg type situation, I guess a little bit, but I, I really like that. And it makes so much sense. The crowd gets it when, um, there's a part two, like another thing that kind of got subverted in the smash. Okada gets a table out. Typically, when you get the table out and set it up, you go through it. But it's not. Um, he puts Kenny on it. It hits a massive elbow to the floor. And the crowd is like, yeah. Oh, oh. And they are terrified that they're both dead. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's awesome. Oh, man. What a match. What a match. And, you know, I think that. Also, I don't have I didn't have as much energy when I watched this one as I had the other one. And maybe what I need to do is like drink a bunch of coffee before I watch one of these because there's it's stressful to watch because there's so much that happens. And it's so and, you know, you feel like you need to be really paying attention. And I mean, there's so much to this match. You could watch it 100 times and still get things out of it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And for a match where I know the finish. Uh, and with my issues with maintaining attention for things, uh, this this holds throughout. Like you can't really take your eyes off it, and uh, you just want to, you know, drink it all in, man. So, uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> man. So just to remind people, uh, my next preview match, which I should have watched for this one, but I will watch it for the next one, is Tomohiro okay. Ishii versus Kota Ibushi. Uh, May 25th, 2014 at uh, Yokohama Arena. The show's called Back to the Yokohama Arena. So, yeah. You are going to shit your pants. Wear a diaper because you're going to shit your pants when you watch that match. (laughs) Fucking awesome. And I'm glad. So, next time we do a show, uh, we may just cover your your match and then wait on the – you know, to sync everything up for that next week because, man, I I just want to talk – I – I want to do a whole episode on that Ishii uh, Abushi match. It is fucking awesome. It's I'm almost tempted to use hyperbole, but I won't do it. You know, like right. the, the the podcast thing where people go, "That's the best match I've seen in a long time." Like, remember last week when you said you saw a good match too? Remember that? You know? Yeah. So it was that. So it was this match that was the best match you've seen in a long time? Better <laughs> than the one previous is it? one? Fuckers. Like. Is it a little bit better than that one? Is it what? What do you? <laughs> I hate that. And they, they they do it a lot. They'll be like, "That was the best promo I've seen in a long time." You fucking said that two weeks ago. You liar. I don't like that. It makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we are we finished already? Yeah, I know. This was a quick one, man. It. it you know, it is what it is, dude. And, you know, like I said, we did a little other kind of podcast type stuff this week that I hope you guys will enjoy. And, you know, I'm very interested to hear what people think of that. I'm interested to hear what people think of anything we do, you know? That's it. Uh, send emails and tweeties to us. Uh, you, you know how to do it. I'm not doing all that again. But uh, uh, it's Switchblade We Trust. You broke my heart. <laughs> 